Madeline, and today we are going to be sharing our own little Hallmark Christmas movie plots. Um, They've actually turned more into books, though. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be Hallmark-style books. And I do apologize in advance. My dogs will be squeaking toys throughout this episode. They are being little menaces today. We're actually still together, so... We're still in the same room. It's a Christmas miracle. So, yeah, I'm going to, like, go first with mine. Yeah. And I don't have, like, a working title for this yet. I don't know if you have yours. Basically, the way we're going to be doing it, we're not doing much with, like, a storyline, anything like that. We're just giving the basics of, you know, what this book or movie will be about, the characters, tropes, you know, kinks, if there are any. (laughs) And you know Um, there will be. (laughs) As well as some inspiration that we took for these books. Yeah, so, okay. First of all, my little blurb for mine Laura Sullivan has successfully avoided Frostdale, Vermont for the past four years. Christmas in her cozy hometown used to be her favorite time of year, until her fiancé dumped her on Christmas. As if that wasn't a big enough blow, the romance novel she had just published quickly became a bestseller, a bittersweet reminder of the love that inspired the story in the first place. Now it's a few weeks before Christmas, and her editor expects the draft of her next novel by New Year's Day. But Laura lacks inspiration. She hasn't been able to write about romance since her heart was broken. Laura's family has been asking her to come home for the holidays for years, so she packs up to visit her childhood home, hoping a little Christmas magic can melt her icy heart. So, our main character, Laura Sullivan, she's 26 years old. She's a romance author, clearly. I mean, she's only written the one book so far. Um, Because, you know, she's struggling. She's struggling to feel any sort of inspiration about romance. Um, so she's from a cozy small town. Her ex-fiance that dumped her on Christmas was her high school sweetheart. His name is Todd. Isn't that such like an ex name though? Why is the carpet wet, Todd? (laughs) Todd like proposed during their junior year of college, but then he dumped her Christmas of their senior year. And this is Laura's first time back in her hometown since that. And like Christmas was her favorite too. Bless her. Yeah, it was rough. So Todd, he's the same age as Laura. He still, like, lives in their hometown. He took over his family's, like, bed and breakfast. He's like, okay, here's the thing about Todd. We hate him at first, but I think we're going to, like, see that he really wasn't a jerk. Yeah. Like Tad. Because, like Tad. Um, And he just got married recently to, to this girl that they were mutual friends with in high school named Darcy. Ew. And Laura feels super betrayed because when Todd dumped her... Like, just a few months later, on Valentine's Day, her sister saw them on a date together, Todd and Darcy. Todd and fucking hoe. And so, Laura is like, these people have really betrayed me. Okay. So, speaking of Laura's sister, her name is Ruth. She's a younger sister. Um, She's 22. She is kind of like the comedic relief type character. She always says what's on her mind. And then she's got a cute little girlfriend, Cher. They've been dating for two years, and they, like, go to college together. Um, Laura's parents are, like, really supportive, and they're kind of, like, quirky. Her mom owns the town bakery, and she's, like, super precious. Love that. And then her dad is a professor of literature at the college that's, like, like, nearby their small town. And that's where, like, Laura graduated from, and that's where Ruth and Cher go to school. And then you have Sophie, who's Laura's lifelong best friend. Cute. And she works at the bookstore slash cafe. And that's where Laura does, like, a lot of her writing when she's in town. Love that. 
um, which is owned by a like super grumpy grump man, like your stereotypical like. <laughs> I love grumpy old man. Yeah, so he's like the the little Grinch of the story. I love that. Um, and then uh, a couple more characters. There's Ben, who's like Laura's friend from school, and Ben has been secretly pining for Laura literally since high school, and she like doesn't know, and so he's like he sees it as the opportunity to like shoot his shot. She's not interested in him. Oh, um, that's okay. It is okay. He'll he'll he be okay. Yeah. He'll be okay. Understands. In the end, it it'll break his heart, I think. But <laughs> then we have the love interest, Drew. Drew. Drew is a 28 year old veterinarian, and he took over the local practice a few years ago from his uncle Jimmy. Cute. So he took over the practice, and of course Laura hasn't been home in like four years, so she's never met this man. And like Jimmy had been like the vet for like 60 years or something crazy. Like everyone knows crazy Jimmy. And he lives next door to Laura's parents. Oh. So the, they've got this little cute single guy I next like door. I that. He's the cute boy next door. He is. And like a fresh face because he's not from there. So some inspiration from like Gilmore Girls here because the town is going to be very Stars Hollow-esque in that it's a small cozy town um, full of like like, lots of, like, holiday traditions. Yeah. And they also, like, they all know each other really well. There's, like, some real, like, caricatures of small-town people in the town. And also, it's, like, sort of close to a, a college town. Like, okay. you know, like, a, a short commute to the college. So that's kind of, like, the inspiration. And, of course, just, like, other... Hallmark-esque plots inspired this as well. So kind of like the main problems that Laura's facing is she doesn't feel at home in her small town anymore. Like whenever Todd dumped her, like he ruined her favorite holiday. He ruined like all the memories of like being home for Christmas. And she just felt super lost because like she thought that was it. They were engaged. She she thought she was going to marry him. She also, like, hasn't been able to write another draft since her breakup because her books are romantic, and everyone expects that of her. Like, her first book was inspired by her love with Todd, and it went, like, so, like, big time. Like, it was, like, a New York Times bestseller, and it was, like, so bittersweet for her because, of course, she wanted to be successful, but then there's, like, this story that she wrote for Todd who broke her heart. And then, of course, unfortunately, we don't like any sort of miscommunication. However, I think it's inevitable when it comes to a Hallmark-style book or movie. There, um, there has to be something that they, like, don't tell each other or, like, one of them lies about. But I haven't decided how that okay. would factor in. Um, I think it would be more of, like, a lie of omission sort of thing. Yeah, not, like, a flat-out, like... Yeah, because I don't like those where it's, like, I'm full-on going to just lie to you. Because it's, like, now you can't trust the (laughs) I know. It's, like, how do you come back from that? You don't. So it's more, like, they just didn't feel safe or comfortable sharing something yet, and then it, like, comes out later, and there's, like, a a little bit of, like, a, why couldn't you tell me? Okay, some tropes. A classic meet-cute. So... Here's, like, the only thing that I have so far, like, as far as details go, Mm -hmm. is, like, however else 
like the story takes place, they are going to meet when Laura drives into town. She's going to hit a small patch of ice and like run into the back of Drew's car. It's not going to be like anything crazy. They're going slow. She just couldn't stop and like she just kind of runs into his car and that's how they're going to meet. That's kind of all I'm going on here. It's like okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's like a She's going to get out and be like, "Who is this handsome stranger?" Yeah. And she's going to assume that he's just like passing through because she knows everyone in town. Right. So she's going to be like, "Whatever, it doesn't matter cuz I'll never see this man again." Sure. Um but then it turns out he's her parents' next-door neighbor, and she's going to be like, whoa, oh my god, it's that hot guy. And, of course, Christmas romance and a small-town charm feel like that's kind of the trope we're going for. Forced proximity, Love. because he is next door right. to her parents' house where she's staying. And then, also, there's going to be a one-bed trope. There's going to be a little scene where they unexpectedly get snowed in somewhere. A little, like, away from home. one similar in mine. Yeah. And then I'm thinking there's going to be a little bit of, like, kinks, some praise, and some dominance as well. Wow. Which is, I think those are just our favorites. I think, yeah, those are my faves, because <laughs> I also have <laughs> Those are just, those are what we like, okay? Write what you know. I know what I like. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of um, my, I little, love it. my little story that I've put together. And I think I'm going to write it. I think you should. Yeah. Um, my brain is broken and I can't write very well, so. Hey, maybe what we should do. I've got the vibes in my brain, but I don't have the words to. We should take these vibes. And if we if we truly can't put it together, let's just hire a ghostwriter to bring our stories to life. You're so right. One time, <laughs> Caitlin and I tried to write a book and it's a work in progress. We still can. It's a work in progress. We just haven't had the time. Who we have does? like three chapters. You're so, Yeah, we do. Yeah. And, That's a lot. And nothing but vibes. <laughs> you know what, though? Like, the vibes are there. The vibes and I think are we have there. something great. And, yeah, it's going to be something funky fresh. You guys are going to love it. We're also toying with the idea of doing rom-coms, but make them terrible. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I think that we should, and we will. Yes. Okay. So, I actually do have a title for mine. It's called The 12 Days of Disaster. Oh, I'm cute. very, very excited about mine. So my little blurb, perpetually single Lenny Lewis loves her job a lot. And as the newly appointed junior director of events at City Hall in Pinewood, Oregon, she is ready to take their sleepy mountain town to the next level. Lenny is a workaholic and spends a majority of her time at City Hall with her assistant Ren, who is a little bit of an oddball but has the same passion for Pinewood that she does. Lenny also loves Christmas a lot. And she's about to take on the jolliest project she's ever encountered, the first ever Pinewood 12 Days of Christmas Festival. This will be the project that puts them on the map and gets Lenny one step closer to her ultimate goal, Mayor of Pinewood. The project will take every last ounce of her Christmas spirit and passion to complete, but she knows she's up to the task. She just has to make sure she cuts out any and all distractions. Adventure and hiking columnist extraordinaire Greer Black has a problem. He hates Christmas, and he's being forced to stay in the jolliest town in the Pacific Northwest, <laughs> Pinewood, Oregon. After a traumatic accident that left Greer injured, his boss and best friend Ted is forcing him to take a sabbatical for the holidays and recover in his vacation cabin in the mountain town. And it's about to get even worse when he runs into Lenny Lewis, who is Christmas personified. After an accidental collision in front of City Hall, resulting in him being covered in red paint and glitter, Greer gets roped into helping prepare for the 12 Days of Christmas Festival. As the two work side by side to make the perfect 
I use the word festival so many times and I hate myself. <laughs> well, we didn't have an editor. <laughs> As the two worked side by side to make the perfect festival, they realized they could help each other get outside their comfort zones and find they are not so different after all. Friendship grows into romance and feelings will emerge between the grumpy and sunshine couple, but as the holidays draw to a close, both must make a decision. Will Gru be able to go back to his life of adventure and travel and leave the sleepy town of Pinewood behind? Can Lenny let him go so she can follow her dreams of becoming mayor? Will the 12 days of Christmas turn into 12 days of disaster? So cute. Lenny sounds so precious. She is. Okay, so let me talk about the characters a little bit. Please. So Lenny Lewis, she is our junior director of events at City Hall. Um, So she's kind of younger, but she's very ambitious. So Mm -hmm. I put her at about 23 years old, fresh out of college. Yeah. Um, You know, this is like her first like adult job and she's and this so is excited. like all she wants yeah like she wants to be a part of like city government she wants to That's see so their cute. town grow and I was like yes girl she's so wholesome so 23 um I love doing just like a brief like character description because we both have a really hard time like kind of picturing Ooh, characters yeah I don't even um, have like an idea what mine would look like so I put her as like five two light brown hair gray eyes kind of mid-sized yeah okay um, okay so love she, the mid-sized representation. Yeah, which is, yeah, that's me. And I would, so I would love to see me in books. Yeah, I, yes, my MC is also going to be short and mid-sized. Yeah, because it's <laughs> like, I don't know, I feel like they're always like either really, really tall or really, really short, but they're also like but skinny. skinny. They're always skinny. And or they'll be skinny and just have tits. And yeah, it's like, and like mm, a butt. She's like, yeah, but I'm, cur- I'm skinny, but I'm really curvy. And it's like, okay, well, sure, Jan. I love that for you. Sure, Jan. <laughs> So, Lenny is, like, just happy-go-lucky. Like, she mm-hmm. can take on any problem she wants to. Like, she doesn't care if there's stuff that's, like, coming up that's going against her. She's going to get it done. And I love that for her. Yeah. I love that for her. Um, She has no <laughs> She's interest. so unlike me. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was like, wow, I am so lazy. Um, So, like I said, she's not overly interested in finding love. She's very happy with being single. Um, She has a cat named Mark. Oh my who god. She loves and we love Mark. He's going to be a main character. I do love um cats with human names. I did forget to mention my MC has a cat named Eggnog. Oh, <laughs> cute. Um, but I think Lenny has like a very very good relationship with her parents and like Christmas has always been something that's very important to her, yes. which is why she's so excited to take on the 12 Days of Christmas festival. Mm-hmm. Um something about the town though. So, like I said, it is small. It's in the mountains. And it's really not, like, on the way to anything. But they really, really want to build it into something special because it's mm-hmm. so cute. Like, yeah. it's, like, a downtown, everything. Be a cute little tourist trap. Yes. And so this is, like I said, going to put them on the map. This is, like, her big project to, yeah. like, put her name on the board so she can continue building herself. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so I'm really, really excited about her character because I think she's just kind of different. Um like, I think she's going to be funny, like, a little weird, but I don't want her to be, like, quirky, you know? Yeah. I hate that. Don't want her to be, like, no, like, like I'm not girls. like the other girls. <laughs> no, she is. She is, like, your typical college student. Like, she's a little bit dumb and... Yeah. Well, she's just inexperienced. Yeah, like, she's naive, and yeah. I love that for her. So, Greer Black, our main male character here, um, he's going to be a little bit older, so he's a little more mature. He's 28 years old. Um, so I put him at 6'3 with dark brown hair, hazel eyes, athletic physique, because he's a hiker. Yeah. For a hiking magazine. Like, he's cool shit. Mm -hmm. That's great. He's grumpy, though. He's extremely grumpy. He's our Scrooge of the book. He is 
just having a rough go of it so he got injured while hiking he cannot do it any longer for now he's healing trying to get better but it's put him in a really bad mindset so that's the whole reason why his friend ted has sent him to pinewood oregon because i think that's where ted's from i mm-hmm. think that's where i'm going to put ted yeah um ted works in seattle washington okay so he moved or maybe portland i don't know Somewhere i haven't decided where, yet yeah, it's still in the pacific he's, northwest he's got that personality of like big city in the pacific yeah northwest, so he's though. either from like a big city in oregon or a big city in washington i haven't decided but he's from pinewood originally mm-hmm. um and so he i think ted's gonna be kind of like our little christmas miracle um ted's like no you need to go like <laughs> you need to go experience this town like it has healing properties he's the santa claus of this story. yeah um, and so, like, Greer doesn't want to be there, but in a turn of events, he is going to end up being roped into helping them with this 12 Days of Christmas project, um, just in a random meet. I did have them, and I'll talk about the tropes in a little bit, actually, I won't ruin this yet, um, <laughs> but... It's going to be, like, a big character development for Greer. Because I don't think you're really going to like him at first. I think right. he's going to be kind of mean. Yeah. Which, again, he's dealing with a lot mentally. I don't think he has a lot of self-confidence right now because mm-hmm. he doesn't know what he's going to do. He's yeah. like, am I going to go back to the magazine? Like, am I going to heal? Am I ever going to hike again? Like, like, that's his career and his passion. Exactly. He's like, what am I going to do? Whereas Lenny knows exactly what she wants to do. Mm-hmm. She's like, I've never wanted to do anything else. And yeah. so just, like, a very opposites attract type thing. Right. Um... So we talked about Ted a little bit, Greer's advisor and friend, very worried about Greer's mental health and well-being. Ted's just a good guy. Mm -hmm. And he's not going to play a huge role in the story, but he is definitely going to be, you know, the one that kind of sets things in motion here. He um, is the driving factor for this meet-cute. Yeah. Um, We also have Ren, who I am so, so excited for. Um, So... I kind of, she kind of makes me think of April Ledgate from Parks and Rec, but maybe not as strange. Oh, no, she's strange, but, like, just not the same as April. Yeah, strange um, in a different way. So she is our resident weirdo. She mm-hmm. is an odd odd duck. Um, <laughs> one little fun fact about her, she's a collector of bugs native to the Pacific Northwest. She's <laughs> very into it. Um, That's going to, like, play a big part in the story, too. I can feel it. Like, I, it is. Something's going to happen where, like, they need her obscure knowledge. Yes. <laughs> Um, like, someone's gonna get bit by something. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's very indifferent about Christmas, but she loves Lenny and wants to help her succeed, so she is just, like, an OG homie. That's like, so she does not care about anything, but she does care about Lenny. Yeah. And so that's going to be, like, her hype woman. She's also going to be the one that ropes, um, Greer into helping them, I think. Like, she's just kind of, like, a little punk. And yeah. so she's gonna be like, actually... You're yeah. going to help us. She's like, actually, you don't have a choice. Yes. Um, I do also want to write about maybe Lenny's boss. I think he's going to be kind of a dick. So he's mm-hmm. going to be the director of... Yeah, he's going to be the director of events at City Hall. So she's okay. the junior director. So he's going to be, you know, the guy who does not know how to do his job. He is very unhelpful, keeps getting in her way, and, like, kind of preventing her from, you know, completing what she needs to. Um, and then I'm also just going to have the role of, like, a janitor in here. And he is going to be kind of like our Santa Claus type character. Ooh. And, um, like, he's always there. And he's always... And he's always winking. Yes. you got to have that in a Hallmark <laughs> movie. Um, but I don't know what their names are going to be yet. What if, but it uh, is- like... Lenny, like, broke the fourth wall and was like, do you have something in your eye? Like, because he's always <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, who are you, sir? Um, Like, why do you keep doing that? 
So I did take a lot of inspiration from Leslie Nope for Lenny from Parks and Rec. That is like my absolute favorite TV show. It's so But good. I do think it translates really, really well to a Christmas movie. Yeah. Because like Leslie's just so full of joy. Right. Um, I don't think she loves Christmas quite like Lenny does, but she has a passion for her town. Mm-hmm. She wants to do well. She's extremely ambitious and like yeah. that's kind of the character's characteristics I wanted Lenny to have. Exactly. Um, so some problems that we're going to see will be the crazy townspeople who are unopened to change. You always have them. And so I think they're going to create a lot of roadblocks for Lenny as she creates this festival. Um, you're going to see a lot of self-doubt in both main characters. Lenny, you know, doubting herself and not knowing if she's up to the task to complete this and, um, you know, halfway through maybe things aren't going the way she had planned and so she's starting to feel let down and she's not sure if she can complete it. A little bit of imposter syndrome. Yeah, and then we have Greer, like I said, who is struggling to overcome not being able to hike and not being able to do the adventures that he once did um, because he's getting older and um, so just really figuring out who he's supposed to be and what his role in life is and so I think both of them have like attitudes though that do help each other so like when he's a hype woman she's gonna be like no you can do whatever you set your mind to yeah and Greer's gonna be the one to be like no like you're obviously very good at what you do like why would you give up type thing right and then we kind of talked about Lenny's boss who's unsupportive kind of a boob he's gonna be a big issue mm-hmm. it's gonna be a big issue okay um and then we also like a whole theme throughout this is there's an impending winter storm and they all know about it and they are rushing to the finish line to try and finish this 12 days of christmas festival Mm -hmm. um and this winter storm is going to make its appearance and it may or may not lead to the one bed trope (laughs) Uh, what i'm thinking is lenny is going to drive out to the cabin to get something from greer and that storm's gonna hit and And they're gonna be stuck there Ooh, spicy. Yeah, so some other tropes will be Grumpy Sunshine. Obviously, that's my favorite. (laughs) Yeah. Um, We're going to have enemies to lovers because they do not like each other Mm -hmm. at first. They're such opposites. Yes, they hate each other, but they are going to become lovers. Um, Opposites attract, forced proximity, just because, like, Greer is being forced to help them with this project. Mm -hmm. So he's going to see Lenny every single day. Um, the one bed trope, and then there is going to be some miscommunication, like Caitlin said. There, there's impossible; it's impossible to not have miscommunication yeah. in a Hallmark movie. That is like the bread and butter, the brick and mortar. Yeah, of, I would say it's like it's literally like a staple. But we're gonna make it tasteful, right? Nothing like that's gonna be so glaringly annoying that it makes you yeah. want to put the book down. It's more gonna <laughs> be like a real life thing where it's like you have to decide what you want your future to look like and it's like no one else can decide it but you type thing Mm -hmm. which I like I think that's gonna be refreshing yeah um so I think there's gonna be some kinks in this book yeah um obviously praise and dominance because I'm into it but I think they're gonna be like kind of little freaks I'm also toying with the idea of maybe like breath play absolutely and I love that like he loves to like grab her neck and she's like and surprisingly she's like into, into it. it. She's never had anyone do that to her before. Yeah, but she's like, she's like oh shooketh. Um, but yeah, so I'm super, super excited about this book. I think it's going to be so cute. Or a movie, I don't know. But I don't know <laughs> if I'll write it. But I did like the idea of having like the Parks and Rec, but also Christmas. Yeah, me too. I love your characters. I think Ren would absolutely be she's my gonna favorite. She's going to be the fan favorite. Yeah. Okay, I know. I know that we've already, like, started a book and we haven't finished it, but let me just say, we are going to make the time. Yes. We're going to make the time. We're going to make these books come to life, 
and we'll <laughs> even wait, it might be like, five years from now but <laughs> everybody just hold out hope that we have the time and the energy to complete these stories so that we can all read them i have the hardest time completing any task as it is but yeah especially ones that are like assigned to me so yeah like, i have the worst attitude when it comes to things i have to do yeah so we absolutely have to make this not feel like it's like this is gonna being have to be like i have like not even a manic episode, but, like, just I mean, a spurt of yeah. energy. This is, like, I just, I maybe, like, take a couple Adderall or I something. I sat down and hyper-focused on this for six hours, and boom, now I have a 300-page book. Hey, I, that happens to me sometimes, where I just get super, like, That's what happened with your outline. Yeah, honestly. Um, yeah, so there's <laughs> a lot more about more than this I did. story that I did not share, because I did actually start She's 22 going into pages detail. deep. Um, I'm pretty far into it, but, yeah, it, it took some effort. Um, anyways, next week we are doing our next installment of Too Long Didn't Read. We will be doing A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. So for all of you who have that assigned this holiday and are needing... You're welcome. (laughs) Needing a little summary, we got you. Because I also don't want to read it. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, it's... Oof. It's It's just a little slow. But you know, um, worst case scenario, like... If you really can't even be bothered to listen to us talk about it, just watch a, like a movie adaptation or something. Or just listen to our outline of it. You don't even have to listen. We might do a synopsis. Yeah. Um, well, we'll do we'll do like a summary, I'd say. Yeah. And we're going to cover we're not like do word the, for word the stuff that they're going to ask you about, like symbolism and like metaphors, that kind of thing. So yeah, we'll do a, an, an analysis of it for you for sure. But <laughs> you're welcome. It's yeah. just not our favorite either. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's a classic for a reason. It has it has some um, value. <laughs> I suppose. Um, but yeah, we're really excited to wrap up the year after that. And we'll be going over our reading goals that we had for this year and yeah. our reading goals for next year. And maybe we'll talk of... a little bit about, you know, what our favorite books were. Yeah, favorite books and things we're excited for in 2023. Yes. So make sure you tune in. And as always, let's get lit. Let's get lit.